And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is June 15th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. Um, so, let's see. Mark, I know you're still here. Derek had to run to make sure the store was open. I'm back, so good morning, and he's everyone. Back. He's back. Okay, awesome. And uh, Mark's here. Yes, Mark? Hello. Hello, Mark. Hi, Nancy. everybody. <laughs> okay, excellente. Um, all right, now... Uh, last year we had uh, Barbara Menezes on, and she was presenting messages from Shungite. And we did a number of shows in the beginning of the pandemic thing. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but all of a sudden somebody sent me a link to her, and she had put up another Shungite message. Um, I think she just, I, I, there was a problem getting connected with her for some reason. So anyway, but we have it. We have a message from her. So it's 11 minutes, and we're just going to play it at the top of the hour right now so that you can just sit back, take a breath, and just listen to Barbara telling us what Shungite is is saying to us right now. You guys good with that? Yes. Sounds perfect. All right. Yes. Here, mm-hmm. here we go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. I just wanted to share a Shanghai message. So we have been speaking with the global energy field, the global intelligence, or the global consciousness of Shanghai, uh, which is a stone that I'm sure you all know very well, that appeared and has been found in Karelia in Russia. Um, so... We have been delivering several messages throughout the years. Um, And in this particular message, we are focusing on the collective situation that we are now facing, which I'm not going to mention because it's very obvious. Uh, So all humanity is now facing, you know, some kind of situation and it's common to all humanity. Um, So in relationship to this, to how we are and, and to the current situation, uh, this is what Shanghai had to say. So she first said that we needed to wake up the love towards the world um, and to also activate within us uh, the, the sense of brotherhood, um, the sense of having and wanting to act consciously in spite of our differences um, in order to relate to one another in a more harmonious way. Uh, she also pointed out that, you know, in a, in a general manner, we were all um, being um, soaked in emotions that were very, um, how would I say, uh, that our energy fields were soaked in water. And this excess water was due to an excess of emotions of fear, frustration, despair, um, insecurities, and all of this was related to us not understanding what is happening. When we ask from a collective perspective how much humanity is understanding the current situation in which we are, I'm talking, I'm talking pandemic, I'm talking political 
issues in different countries, you know, very strange measures that are taken that don't appear to make sense. And these general doom and gloom situation in which we, so when we asked this happening, uh, we got that humanity's understanding on a scale zero to 10, only a three out of 10. So humanity basically is not understanding very much. When you don't understand what happens, you get afraid, you get frustrated and your emotions get very water, watery, watery just like Shanghai was explaining. Um, so in order to resolve this, Shanghai was inviting us to activate the element fire, uh, to bring through the element fire, and I will explain a little bit more how, you know, this can be done. Um, through the element fire, Shanghai is telling us that we would get, gain a greater sense of direction, motivation and inspiration. And also we would be uh, re removing this excess water element within our fields. Um, the solution for to to step out of this not understanding and all the emotions that are related to this idea of not understanding, the solution according to Shanghai would be to to center ourselves in our belly in the solar plexus, which is the center of the fire element within us, and to love everything that we do uh, without compromising ourselves in doing so, because she's uh, the stone Shanghai is connecting this idea of not understanding what is happening in the world with these emotions of insecurity. And once we are in that emotional field of not knowing what happens, not understanding what happens, we tend to move away from our power center in our belly region and we move outside and we want to search outside what is so-and-so saying, what is this book saying, what is this video saying, uh, where can I find answers externally to what is happening. And what Shanghai is saying is please return to your center, return to your power center in your belly, connect with the element fire within you, start loving everything that comes from inside of you and you stop compromising uh, yourself by um, reaching and achieving unconscious contracts with information that is false, teachers that are false, videos that are misleading. Uh, stop compromising yourself by going outside and return to the genie inside of you, the one that has the inspiration for you, the one that is connected to your intuition, to your belly wisdom. It is said that in the area of the belly, we have a second brain and it is very much connected with feeling and inner knowing and intuition, this gut feeling. Uh, it is also one of the main senses that we need in dowsing. So we do use in dowsing that power that comes from the solar plexus, from the fire of inspiration inside of us. Um, Shanghai is saying that um, once we access this um, solar plexus, which is a power center, and we abide in meditation there, and we allow the fire that is naturally there, 
to come forth, we will gain a profound sense of understanding. We will start understanding things. But understanding or inner standing is not going to come from the outer world. Um, she also said, she also used the word contagious. Um, the, 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 the situation of the pandemic or pandemic or the virus and the bug is a contagious situation. So there is fear of being, uh, of, of, of picking up, uh, you know, the virus and being, I don't know how you say this in English, contagious. It's contagious. Um, uh, you know, you can pick it from someone else. So Shanghai is playing with words here saying, Stop being afraid of this outer bug, this outer situation, uh, as if it's going to be contagious towards you and detrimental. And start allowing the, the, the fire from your solar plexus to be contagious, to be uh, bringing this vibration of en enthusiasm that is contagious and that you are going to be able to spread it uh, to the outer collectivity, to the world and to your brothers and sisters. So she's, she's kind of saying, stop focusing on the virus and the jabs and these horror scenarios that can be very contagious and focus on the contagiousness of your solar plexus and of your enthusiasm. Because once you tap into the fire of your own inspiration in your solar plexus and you start vibrating these high energies, you are going to feel the enthusiasm coming from deep inside of you. You will gain more understanding or inner standing from inside of you. So you will not have to be clinging onto teachers or videos or books. You will be connecting with the wisdom that is inside of you. Um, she almost said that the real pandemic is the contagiousness of not understanding what is happening. So the way to stop not understanding what is happening is to stop and, and, and make a real pause on all the information from the media and the outer world and start tapping into the wisdom that is inside of you. And the best way for now to connect is to center yourself in your solar plexus, activate your inner power, allow the fire of, of inspiration, motivation, inner knowing to burn all these emotions of frustration, insecurity, doubt, not knowing what is happening. Uh, once we tap into this contagious energy of enthusiasm, we will be able to see, we will gain greater vision and greater ideas, and then we will be able to work in teams, cooperating with one another, recuperating the brotherhood that humanity has always been, and then we will be able to wake up this love towards the world. But if we are settled in not understanding in fear and in emotional um, doubt and insecurity, we tend to become intolerant, to separate from one another, to fight one another. Um, and Shanghai is telling us, if you connect with your inner power, your inner solar plexus, fire center, 
you will be able to be an innovator, a pioneer, because the information will be directly coming and springing forth from your inner power and not from the outer world. You will also strengthen your magnetic field to be able to attract that which you need the most. And what she's telling us that we need the most is to recover this human brotherhood and sisterhood and to all of us start loving the world because we have been just using self selfishly the world uh, to meet our personal needs. And now is the time to start loving, loving back the world, the earth, one another. And so this is the message, um, you know, that we received from Shanghai. I hope it helps you and sending you many blessings. Bye. So there you go. Uh, another great messaging from Barbara. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, I jotted down a few notes too. Yep. When did she just send it to you recently, you said? Um, no, I. it was uh, put up. Let me see. What is this? Uh, oh, gee. Where is it? Uh, on the 4th. June 4th. That's when it was ah. put up. Gotcha. I actually played it on another program, um, a Say What show. Because I thought it was, well, it's the message that we need to hear, is what I think. Well, it's been on the <clears throat> Say What show almost weekly now, right? Yes, well, he, yeah. Well, he's going to be on the uh, first two uh, Saturdays, and then Jan's on, and then uh, Christia. And Shala's going to be with us on most of them. She's, you know, she's, she's, she's got a life. Beyond radio. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. So if people are looking for Barbara's video, uh, what I mean, I put the Facebook link in uh, the Skype chat. And um, in the Facebook Shungite group, I brought back up um, a video from April of last year and put the link, the Facebook link there so people can find it. But um, if you do a keyword search... On Facebook, it's Tha Pendulos Pura Presencia. I guess I should give the um, uh, YouTube link. Hold on, I'm just clicking it in right now. Do you have? Do you um, have? Do you have? The, do you have the one for this this particular? Because I'm not. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Let me give the. I'll send. I'll put the YouTube link in Skype. Here. All right. And then, of course, people can access those archives in, you know, from all the stuff she was mentioning about. It's it's a good piece of history, um, uh, Shungai history from last year, because they're still on YouTube for now. Uh, the start of the pandemic and all throughout Barbara's, I don't know, how many months of uh, being on and, and creating music and evolving. Um, I wonder if you can do like a mini series of that, Nancy, somewhere, like you did with um, Anastasia. Oh, maybe. Just an idea. Maybe. Okay, so I, I got the YouTube link. I'll put it on Skype chat. Awesome. Yeah, I thought it was up, but I've got like 50 different tabs open. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> yeah, no problem. 
Walt comes in to do the computer work, and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, sorry, Walt. Uh, so what did you think about it, Derek? You said you took some notes. Yeah, I jotted down a couple notes. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, you know, I liked how she was bringing up, you know, or, or how the Shungite message, I guess you can say, um, how uh, the center of ourselves is in our belly. And, you know, I've been talking about that for a while, too. So that's, I'm glad that was brought forward. Your your gut or your biome. Um, so same thing there. And then also actually attacked, um, touched on excess water in our environment. So I I was trying to scramble because, like I said, I was coming back from uh, just dealing with something here in the store and then coming back. So I missed a little bit of that. And I don't, not to put you both on the spot here, but was there something you remember about the excess of water more that she, or that, you know, in the message was put out on that? Because um, that's, that's making some sense too, on the excess water in our environment sort of thing. Um, so that, that well, could I, I don't, I don't remember it. Maybe Mark does, but um, what, why, why did you pick up on that? You might be getting a message to add to that. Yeah, and I know it's tough to come back after that, especially with so much info in that, um, in uh, statements like that. But excess water, so, and so I, um, it's excess, in our environment, there, uh, wow, this is a tough thing to talk about. Um, and this is kind of something for the next podcast, the Metaphysical Perspectives podcast, but we're talking about it now. So on the the 90% of the universe that's invisible, there there are additional frequencies we have access to. So then on the 3D or physical level, that has physical symptoms of things like inflammation. Um, and then and that's why I was saying excess water, because if Shungai's bringing that out, talking about it um, here in the 3D, and there's my ear just ringing like a bell really loud. Um, so there's there's something to that again. So because there is more available, you know, just long story short, don't forget that we have an effect as energy beings on water, on crystals, on that structure, and using your thoughts and feelings. So, um, you know, you can you can do your own personal healing modalities um, to to take care of those things. But it was just interesting that it, it also come through Barbara and Shungite regarding the excess water. And I think it was worded our environment, which does make sense um, because it is all out there. Remember, it's programmable. So because there are more frequencies we can call it higher dimensions other um realities kind of blended in well those have an effect on our environment on the water level as well so basically we're expanding into a, a i don't know how to explain this it's like more of a reality not larger so it's not a volume thing it's that we're getting more access to what's already here and i have no idea if that made any sense um but but it did make sense in the message coming through shanghai at least to me these are difficult things to talk about because, you know, we're talking about invisible stuff that we don't have past conversations or radio shows from anybody that really, you know, talk about and reference certain words or, or ways of describing these things. I mean, how do you explain the interaction between invisible energies and how they manifest for us as physical symptoms? So it's just it's just difficult is all. But OK, back to the water for a second. What do you mean by too much water? That, that, that what you mean because uh, we don't really she's not here we got to get her back on um because are you saying that it's in the atmosphere or that we are for some reason absorbing more water that we have more water in our our physical being 
Well, when I was reading the, or it's actually just a note I took from the recording about the excess water in our environment. So that's a Shungite and Barbara thing. I was just tying up into that, meaning, so from my perspective, okay, so on the 3D level, physical level, water is one of the mediums that is programmable. We're getting access to, I'm just going to have to go with the terms I, I can use, uh, more options of uh, how do I tell you that? There's more to water than what's just manifesting here in the 3D. So there's always a bigger picture. 10% is here physical, just like us. You only see with your eyes 10% of a physical person, 90% in the etheric, the energies, frequencies, emotions. That's not just a human thing. That's everything. So what I'm trying to get across here is saying, even on the water molecule level, we're only playing with, exploring, interacting with, knowingly usually, 10% of that water molecule, we're going to get, and we already are, access to more of that 90% invisible part. So not access, that wasn't my term, that was theirs, but I would term it more as, you know, more access to what's already there, just that we don't see. So meaning, you're going to manifest quicker. So here in the 3D, let's get to the chase. Using your imagination and feelings and um, programmable containers like the C60 molecule in your thoughts, you're going to be able to manifest quicker, immediately, um, if you're a remote viewer, you're going to be able to do that quicker. You have, it's like a trying to swim in, I don't know what thin water would be, but let's just say there's such a thing and it's difficult. So you can't get any momentum. Well, the water, just because we're working with that word now, is now more accessible so you can get a handhold a little easier, be it in, again, healing yourself or manifesting or remote stuff. Okay. What well, Dolly says is the water more dense. There and, you go. Okay, Good. and and w when you were talking, I, I I sort of got this picture in my head. All right, so we know we're in the proton belt, and there's a tremendous amount of uh, actually C60s. <laughs> the proton belt is really C60 stuff. Um, and in on in the response on the Earth is to increase the amount or density. In, in other words how much water is in a given area and that is including around us you know just around us because this is the, the the it's a medium water is a medium for more instantaneous manifestation because it's so easily programmed it's a crystal it's a liquid crystal so well except when it's frozen then it's a frozen crystal uh, but if if you think in terms of just having access to a more denser, uh, it, 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 it's dense. <laughs> you know, you, you, the word the word seems to be be what we're looking for. Thank you, Dolly. So that it's easier. There's more around you to be to respond to your instantaneous I'm thoughts. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Nancy, because you're you were given a better visualization than I was. Because I was saying water in my head. You know, I'm I'm looking at something different than I'm actually saying. So. It, water is in our environment, period, everywhere. I'm not talking about a cup of water. You don't see it, of course. The molecular level, It's we're made of a certain percentage of that, depending on how dehydrated we are. And the same with our environment. So we have access to our entire reality and environment that we perceive um, to have an effect on it. You, we just have to realize that. And then realize, well, wait a minute. We're not talking about a glass of water. I mean, we are that as well. But we're talking about the molecular level of water that's just about everything is made up of on one degree or another. So there's always a portion that can be um, affected if we choose to. So that's what's happening. We have, we're getting, I don't know, call it more 
more colors of paint in our, um, you know, our paint box. And I don't even know what that thing's called, but we have more access. It's actually interesting from my perspective. Things are, again, more stuff for the next show probably. But here in the 3D, from my perspective, and I'll just kind of be vague, the stuff that I perceive is now actually crossing into the 3D physical, that that hard illusion 10% that we call reality down here. So straight up like little, it happened last night in front of, uh, when I was sitting there talking to Maureen at home, a little, they would call it a tear in the fabric. Um, I looked up and I was just chatting about something, turned on the the intuition to take a gander or something. And then all of a sudden my environment, which ties into the more access to the water molecules I was talking about, became more accessible. So it literally was about, I don't know, four or five inches long, uh, a white, um, I don't know what to say, like a, a spark of light that stayed there. So not a spark, but a, like a tear. Um, and those happen a lot now for me in different environments, different ways. And um, yeah, so it's, it's just interesting from my perspective. Well, it, not getting into next the next show, but when when we're talking about um, these tears and okay, I've seen dimensional tears, but I've also seen weird things with um, like timelines. You know, where where I think we're coming to. I, I think that humanity is coming to a point where we have to make a decision: which timeline are we going to go with? And there's within a given timeline, a big timeline, there's all these little variants of it, little variants. It's like all these different signals. It's, I think of it as a, a rope that's made up of all those single twine things, and they're all twined together. Well, it depends. Reality is what we think it is, but you have to have the majority. Who's, who? And majority does not mean numbers. Majority means focus. How much energy are you putting out into a specific timeline a specific reality okay and so the more we think about the reality we want you know reality based on spirituality and all the good things that we 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 this 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 audience knows about and this is an interesting conversation to me because in the last, oh, let's say, 48 hours, I began to do exactly what she... Now, I had heard this. I had heard this a little bit ago. But when I... I every time I, I, I do anything now, I'm focused on sending love blankets to the frontline people, the people that are really dealing with all the evil, the people that understand it and have to be confronting it. Uh, because it is out there. It is out there. And I just started throwing love blankets at them because we have to participate not just in in our, our in doing the type of work we do where we're giving the information and we're changing the collective consciousness, but now we've got to step up here and we've got to begin to really have the thoughts of love and joy and, you know, the guidance of of a God, you know, one of the problems that is we're encountering is the realization that in these last decades, a group of people have come in and taken God out of our messaging. It's not politically correct to talk about God. Why? Who said that? You know, and so 
you you really do have this this convergent of atheism, the, not, the belief that there is no God, and the concept that there is a, some kind of a God, a source God. I mean, you can't look at, at life w- thinking, oh, this is just a random coincidence. No. No. The, the, where I got this, um, Derek, was I was in church. It was wintertime. I had a coat on, but, you know, they put the heat up in the church, and it was full, and I was standing. And all of a sudden, I went completely black. I mean, like, my mind was still working, but it was like I got dislocated. And I'm look. I'm, it was like I was in this place that was just nothing was in it, no life, no light, no nothing, nothing in it. And it was so freaky. And and to be honest with you, it was like maybe I was passing out because of the heat and the, you know that type of thing. But I was like, whoa. And I said, where am I? And this voice came and said, you're nowhere. And I came out of that, and it, it cha- that, w- that was one of those episodes in my life where I changed forever, because it was the absolute realization that this is nowhere, this is what exists without that divine spark. Nowhere, nothing, no people, no thoughts, no nothing. And if you've been to know nothing, you know what atheists think no, it's going to be with no God. Well, if it was, if it was, they want to be there. They're nowhere. There's nothing. We have a source God, and different people, depending on their view of reality, see that source God in 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 a you know many many different ways. But um, if you look at the political and cultural and societal changes that are trying to be made, not only in the United States but in the world. What we're looking at is we're looking at atheism versus the belief in God. Does that make sense to you guys? Because my feeling is is that we are in a battle of good and evil, but it's it's good and evil are, you know, again, it depends on your per- per- perception. And one of the people that I just listened to this last week was talking about the change in this in this humanism, you know how we're affecting everything. And she got into into the concept of God. They've taken it away from us, and God is so diverse that there are versions of God everywhere you look, in Derek, in me, in the. Mark and the flowers and the lizards and the fish, everything is pieces of God. And Shanghai is one of those whew, amazing gifts from the gods, whichever god you want to, or how you want to call them, that allows us to work with our own interior electro bioelectromagnetic system. And as Derek is fond of saying, to get rid of excess and get rid of and fill in where you need energy that it's it's continually doing to this continually balancing us out and when we got that 
upgrade of the Shungite in February, where the blue light came down and hit it. Again, this was this was a divine intervention into where we're at. It's almost like I feel like we got to a point where whatever source God is out there said, you know what? I think these human beings are going to make it. So I'm going to give them the next ingredient that they need to take the, the, the leap from the shackle. Let go of the shackles that, you know, keep us blind because we're not our full selves. We have our five senses. But do we know who we are? Do we talk to ourselves? Do we say, what do you really want to do? See, I think that there's so many little telltale signs when you start to look at it this way. I was brought up telling people, being told, don't talk to yourself. People will think you're crazy. Well, how the hell are you going to know who you are unless you're talking to yourself? You know, and they're keeping us from knowing who we are, what we're really capable of. So that's my, my rant right now. <laughs> I probably have a few more in me. Come on, somebody talk, Derek. Mark. Nope. Nope, I'm here. Mark had said topics or questions or anything, or um, because we usually kind of wing it on the shows often. I didn't know if uh, where you guys wanted to go from here. Oh, maybe we could also help promote your show that's coming up next hour. Like, what are you guys covering? Um, And then, as far as like a next topic to talk about, I'm curious about some local things you can share, Derek, of uh, medical intuitive uh, insights. Because, you know, I mean, you live close to Seattle, which is, um, uh, you know, EMF heavy, among other things, in terms of uh, foreign interference that the West Coast is pretty well known for. And just, I don't know, whatever you can share as far as, like, um, uh, people's testimonials that will help others regarding... um, uh, shedding transmission in the shots or anything else because uh, as far as Canada goes and some of the more um, well-known energy workers uh, being around um, those who got shots um, their EMF uh, what do you call it if you put an EMF meter to them they measure higher than those people who didn't get the shot now that's per Dr. Kerry Madej's, um interview last week Um I guess you could find if you have an iPhone and podcast, you do a search for her name. You could find the, I think it was June 6th. And uh, she also confirmed the hydrogel in um, the shots, the nanolipid particles that, that initiate um, behavioral remote control, uh, I think, via the cell towers. And if people don't trust her, they can go check out Tony Pantaloresco and Celeste Solom for those uh, papers and details. But I guess going back to um, – forgot what I said initially. But, yeah, <clears throat> regarding the medical intuitive thing, because another person in Canada was reporting that the uh, there's a kind of energy harvesting from uh, satellites and towers from this thing called NOMA. It's like a hybrid satellite, they call it. If you if people keyword search a Karen McDonald on Patriot Palabellum 2 on YouTube, they, she details that, and there's a Wikipedia page about it, but – um, it, it's already known that people are, are walking antennas. So, and then, of course, we talked about the root chakra last time. I don't know if you can uh, re- refresh us on that, any kind of updates. And um, 
my own measurements, I'm, I'm seeing, seeing like I need to work more on that area too. So I'm doing a lot of red light for that. Derek? Yeah, actually, I'm jotting notes here real quick because you touched on a lot of good things. Um, as far And I actually like that you just mentioned the walking antenna part because that is what's happening. Um, and actually, I'm going to back up even further. When we talk about the vaccines and actually ha something happened here yesterday where um, let's call it an instance. So what, what's happening now is I can it's not just me. Others do as well. Um, I just I just pay a lot of attention when I'm in here because of the, the reality and the environment I'm in. But when somebody comes in with a, a vaccine uh, that had just been vaccinated um, and, you know, often you can see sometimes the bandaid on their arm. But regardless, it doesn't matter um, if you see that or not, but you'll feel it. So what it's actually doing is the well, vaccine is doing a whole lot of things. Um, it has an effect on everything from your ovaries, to your root chakra and to your energy center. But they are they're actually. And I don't know how it's working, but they're actually when you're getting vaccinated and I can pick up on people because I perceive them on the energy level, I actually feel it. So I'm not even turning on the site. You can just feel it. And it comes in through like a, I don't know, almost like a nausea feeling. So it's not like, you know, you're going to get sick or anything, but it's just like something that the world has just shifted a little bit and it's slight. So it's subtle movements. Um, and I, I'm just explaining one of the ways that I perceive it in case others have picked up on it similarly. But you'll, it actually does affect their energy or their frequency, so in their aura. And then when I look at them, uh, a person that has been vaccinated, I'll look and see. Um, <clears throat> and it's not everybody, by the way. So each person's different. So like some, let's say the flu, let's just go with that. Say 200 people get the flu, those that are, are not energetically compromised or physically compromised, you know, they'll all have different reactions to this. So it's the same thing with the vaccine. So it's not a across-the-board blanket statement because um, then I've seen people – that came in and been vaccinated, but the vaccine never made it past their aura. Their energy field was so strong, cohesive. They were just in their own power that once that vaccine, and I'm talking about the little syringe that comes walking up in the human's hand, as that enters your biofield, if you're in alignment, and I know that's a vague statement, you will actually, and they would call homeopathy, you would structure that, that actual vaccine to you, meaning if it's harmful and not in alignment with you, it's neutralized. And so when it gets in you, you've just got a, you know, a, a null shot anyway. And I've seen that happen. So it can go to all the extremes. Or if you're sitting there in a feeling, uh, energy field, a fear of doubt, of angst, and this, that, and the other, when it comes in, well, we've already talked about this. We know feelings matter, and everybody listening knows that. That matters and we can feel feelings off of others, and that's with your own feelings, well, that also has an effect on the vaccine if it's coming to you in that syringe, and you're in that state or environment. So I take advantage of what we talked about early on in the show with more access for programming ability in our environment, we were talking water molecules, take advantage of that with your thoughts and feelings in those situations, and you'll have a huge effect. So yeah, you can neutralize the vaccine, or go the complete opposite if you're not aware. You know that so. that goes back to the first. You know when I was talking about where well, we've got to engage, because I absolutely agree with you. If people don't have if people don't have a contract with it, okay. If you go in there and you think, oh God, I'm going to get this shot and I'm going to have all these nanotechnology in me and I'm going to be shedding and I'm going to do, yeah. Well, you're you're setting up a reality for yourself. Now, let's take somebody that believes that this thing is going to save them from COVID and help them out, okay? That gets a little more complicated because 
if you it's contracts you make contracts with 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 reality and if you think that it's not going to hurt you it can't possibly hurt you all right and you 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 have the frequency of love because i'm i'm convinced that the dark side can't work in an environment of love so if you're in that you're going to get saline solution and if it does somehow get in your body and you're in shungite well shungite's going to eat the crap out of it I just, you know, I can, I, I just know this, and I've, I've seen it change people that had it, had the vaccine. It's like the animals. Animals are reacting very weird to people, Derek, that have had the shot. You know, like a woman came in and she comes into the house, and the cat, the dog started back, backing up and growling or something, but the cat actually went over and pissed on her. So you know, so it's it's like there is a field of energy that you feel with this thing it's it's pure evil but if you know in your heart that you you're a loving being you know don't go run and take the shot you know i could be wrong here <laughs> but for most people who don't know the dangers of it it's not going to work you know there's there's people out there that that are so afraid of so many things it's a fear thing if you're in a state of fear you're going to engage this stuff if you're in a in a state of love and compassion and appreciation and gratitude and care well then it's not going to work regardless of what you know in your head would you agree with that oh yeah it's always a percentage thing it's it, it all's energy so be the the biggest energy player in your environment and there's no reason you shouldn't be each one of us um, because we are in that, you know, when I'm saying environment, I mean, in the invisible as well. So all around you on all layers, just be aware and, you know, own your environment with your thoughts and feelings. So don't fall into fear, angst, stresses, stuff like that. Um, that we call emotions, but it's all energy. It's all connected. Um, so yeah, no, that's just, again, own it and your space and decide. So even if you're like getting forced to go and do get the vaccine for this that, and the other, that's why I like to empower people so realize that you can have an effect. So then stay out of that. So when it enters your environment, and by the way, even if you had it, say, a month ago, and this is your first time hearing some of this woohoo talk, well, do it back then because there is no time. And I won't get too much into that. But still, imagine back then um, in your imagination, you actually getting a, a vaccine shot. It doesn't have to be this vaccine, the COVID thing. It can be from any of them if maybe somebody is manifested physical symptoms from a previous whatever go in your imagination back to then and just see that loving environment on on you know the levels you're able to uh, and you'll have an effect there is no time you just have to realize that and then get involved and then you'll you'll be amazed at what you can do yourself um i'm trying to think about whatever other notes because the topics market brought up and that i wanted to talk about that walking antenna part uh like i mentioned earlier it was a a great comment because we are and it's kind of think of it like those old um <clears throat> i'm kind of aging myself here but what we used to call rabbit ear antennas on the old cathode ray tube the crt tvs the fat ones um it's we used to have again rabbit ear antennas so just two antennas that go up and um some of us used to have to put aluminum foil on there to maybe pick up better reception sort of deal well that's what they're kind of doing to us is they're they're adding in this analogy a piece of aluminum foil to make sure that environment picks up these frequency levels. 
So that's particulates and things in the, not just in our uh, food and water and air, but in the vaccines too. So all these different particles, you can think of it as kind of like, um, again, adding pieces of an antenna and maybe it's a frequency that you don't like. Uh, so I just be you know aware of things like that. And because I don't like controlling, I don't want somebody forcing an energy or frequency or a way to think on me. So then I choose as a conscious being not to allow that. And then I'll, I'll take the 3D steps watching for that. So meaning heavy metal detox, the zeolite clays, um, the oreganos, things like that. There's different things that you can pull the metals out of your body on the 3D. But then you have to use your thoughts and feelings to pull those more harmful particles just out of your energy body. So it's all hands on deck. You got to do physical things because you're in a physical environment and a, we'll just call it etheric environment. We exist in multiple realities. We can't pretend like we exist in just physical. So I just suggest getting involved in the etheric or the uh, other ones as well. Um, and then we actually, <clears throat> I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but still the energies that we we're talking about as far as the effects of some of the vaccines, it's not just vaccines that do this. There's lots of well, Red Bull energy drinks. So we can go all over the place. We'll slow our energy centers, but we'll tie it back into the, the COVID drama happening now. Those vaccines have given us are actually slowing down on the physical level, lots of organs, a new glandular system. Um, you're going to actually have a uh, nervous system, physical, I'm still talking, in, including etheric though, and heart issues um, from that because you're at 90% energy and that's what it's really affecting. So all we're seeing is the 10% physical symptoms, the blood clots, the the different reactions we're seeing, but it's, it's really messing with us. It's limiting your your metaphysical perspective and that's that's kind of the part of it because there is a i don't like the terms we're forced to use down here but an, an enlightening a new age you know terms like that have been thrown around for decades well we're getting more access to our reality well let's run with it and keep doing that so basically we're just trying to be limited i see it as a a test and a challenge that you know i'm gonna pass and continue exploring more but yeah that, so physically there are there are physical symptoms um but you can have an effect. Well, um, but but even okay. So so, even if you have somebody around you that has been injected with this thing, my feeling is that you can put out an energy field of love and compassion for these people because they didn't. It, it, there's so much to the brain control that they, so many people are under right now but it goes back to the contagiousness of the of of you 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 are a contagious being in that if you change your frequency if you put love into your frequency if you put joy and positivity into your frequency that's going to radiate radiate out to other people and you know, it's much more important and effective to think, oh, my, my best friend just got that shot. And you don't want to worry about it because that just feeds that that reality. And you say, okay, well, I'm going to start throwing love blankets on her. And, you know, Do Dolly was the one that started this, Dolly Howard. She started this thing about love blankets. And when she first started talking about it, I was like, yeah, okay, all right. But then the more I, I thought about it and the more I saw her using it, I thought, well, you know, this may be a good idea. And so what I did was I created a blanket 
out of full arranks. Okay, so it's this blanket of full arranks, and I just fill it with my, you know, love energy, positive. This is okay. We can do this, and I just kind of wrap that person in that. Now that's not taking away from their uh, free will. Because I'm giving them the opportunity to have the tools to be able to overcome this negativity, this evilness. And it's up to their higher self and themselves whether they reach for it or not. But it's providing tools. It's like you said, the zeolite. And I highly recommend it because Derek talked about the zeolite and getting rid of heavy metals and stuff. And um, I... I have to agree with them. Uh, it's very, very effective. And also the uh, diatomaceous earth. You know, these easy things that are minerals that are, you know, part of Mother Earth herself. Um, maybe the keys. It's the simple things that seem to be the keys. The hydrochloroquine. You know, that's... The, the I've, oh, I can't say it right now. Ivermycin. Myosin. Ivermectin? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the simple things are the things that are taking care of this. This is not a big, it, it's not that big bully thing that we, you know, know they thought it was. It's not. Walt said to me one time, he said, if there is a storm, a, a tempest, and you're in the middle of it, and Gaia needs you, you will not be hurt. And Gaia needs every person with an open, loving heart. So just, you know, instead of worrying or, or being afraid of that person now, just, you know, wrap yourself in a love blanket and then wrap them in a love blanket. And let's just use the simple things that God in the divine wisdom gave us. You know, what's the difference between us guys and them guys? Well, us guys take and decided to dance with with love and being kind to people and the good things that we can be. And the other people decided, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to talk about God. They're not going to talk about spirituality. They're not going to talk about personal responsibilities. You know? And, um, and what does this have to do with Shanghai? It has everything to do with Shanghai. Because Shanghai... Taught, is teaching us so much about energy, about how do you work magic with energy, about how you can balance yourself energetically and yet be astute enough to get the tools that your energetic body needs. See, I, I, I look at it from the standpoint of fix your energetic body first, but figure out what tools your energetic body needs to fix your physical body and one of them is zeolite you know so um, yeah we're in a very interesting world and every single day it just gets more mystical if you're looking at in, in that reality and the more you look at it the more you think about it um, I mean I'm throwing love blankets at everything now well my own fullerene love blankets <laughs> Anyway, back to you guys. You wanted to, um, you got the notes, Derek. What else is on his, on your notes that Mark said? Oh, I didn't get everything written down. Let's see here. Um, as I was trying to um, look through all my notes, even from Barbara Stuff, 
No, but Mark, definitely chime in again if there's something else that um, I'm missing here as I look through this. That's right. No, yeah, we can go. Um, go uh, no, I'm sure we'll come back around to it. I just. Um, so regarding ivermectin, so this is interesting. Obviously, you can shun guide anything and it enhances uh, whatever it is. It's near, not even on. But um, for my own research purposes, you know, when shun guide clears you out, you get centered, grounded, balanced, all that stuff. Then where do you go next? So <clears throat> um, I guess I'll go with what I was listening to last night. So Gene Decode on BitChute uh, had a recent video with Nicholas Venom, and he, it was all about health, like how to get rid of the nano. Um, and one of them was ivermectin. Now, he, I'm subscribing to Gene's um, uh, uh, membership. Uh, he calls it Backstage. And they do have a health, almost weekly health show. And so the ivermectin thing was brought up um, last month. And of course, what, like a year and a half ago, Mike Adams brought up ivermectin back in March 2020. Uh, but anyway, um, I'll get back to that. So I think this was the June 14th um, interview with, with Gene Decode. So at two minutes and 23 minutes of the interview, he does mention ivermectin, what to take. And at 27 minutes, it's the actual picture, the graphic called the duramectin. It's, it's, a, it's an animal antiparasite um, for horses you can get it at the pet store. So I'm recommending people stock up on it a little bit as like a bug out bag for the whole spike protein thing. And then Mike Adams covered that also synchronistically back on the 10th on his podcast at around three minutes and nine minutes on ivermectin paste and the dosages of it. And then it, it doesn't taste good, but I mean, you know, uh, so I don't know, I guess some, maybe at some point uh, if Walt has time or wants to do it, can make an ivermectin frequency. Um, but to follow up on the shots, so Dr. Northrup on Telegram and her uh, talk with the five doctors on the Ten Penny podcast, she's been repeating before that, um, and on her Telegram, she does leave voice messages on Telegram for uh, people who follow her, that at least 60% uh, people have been given saline of the shots. Now, she does offer documentation of that yesterday. Um, from the the letter says Mackenzie Health and and Mac is M A C K, and then there was a highlighted part of the letter from April 9th. <clears throat> it doesn't say who it's from or what, but uh, our records indicate that you received a vaccine from us on Sunday, March 28th, 2021. During our what is that process on that day, it came to our attention audit process that you may not have receive the vaccine that you may have received saline instead. Saline is not harmful, but will not provide protection from COVID-19. So I think that's part of it too. And then I also subscribed to Catherine Fitz's membership uh, and, and she was noticing that it's affecting everybody differently. So, and, and <clears throat> her subscribers do, and, and people listen to her, uh, message her and say the poor areas of the country um, are seeing more deaths and damages than the rich areas. For example, Silicon Valley, we almost don't hear anything. Now, I know a couple of people who did get injured, but, you know, that could be maybe from almost anything because of the EMF levels here. Um, so that's just something to think about, that there's all these uh, variables too. And then regarding the, um, the, the, the love blankets thing, our heart field radiates at six feet. I don't know if Derek, Derek can um elaborate on that because it's a heart math thing too, some of that detail. And maybe could be a future product on a uh, 
Shungite fullerene love blanket or something, maybe washed in Shungite water. Now, Derek, if you can detail us on your take on those things. Yeah, that was actually interesting, the part you just said, Mark, about the six-foot heart field. Um, and that's only uh, – I so I just want to give everybody a, a larger perspective of that one. That's where they're measuring it with whatever – 3D widget or device they were using. And I'm not saying it's not legit, but they are. But just so you know, there is, and I think everybody here knows that, there is no limit because it actually passes on the, the frequency, I'm talking about your heart, into the quantum level. So then that's when you tie in your imagination, kind of the the map portion, decide, think about it, and it goes there. So it is all there all the time. Um, but it can be measured with, again, some of our limited 3D devices, and they have better ones, um, the heart field. Because they can actually look at you now from certain satellites and see who's emanating what frequency, and and they just kind of focus it, and you know you can then you know isolate certain people or not. Um, so unlike you know who's got certain frequencies around their um, their energy field on their their body, and they can actually do this to entities. I know this is a little off topic. Topic. Um, there's even cameras you can get, or they used they took them off the market, but they had them to where you could see into the other frequencies they'd call it dimensions and ghosts and things like that but it's just disincarnate people not in a physical body but they're still there um so yeah it's just a ways of perceiving that and as interesting they're saying about the six foot heart field being measured but it's uh again there's no no real distance because when i i watch it when they walk in mystical wares and i'm and i'm not even perceiving on the quote feeling level at that moment because i'm just kind of glancing um and there's really no distance so it's, uh, well, okay, well, I guess that ties into the point. Well, that, that also applies to Shungite. You know, oh, um, Mark had, had asked me again, you know, like, well, what, what's the distance of the field of the Shungite? And I said, well, that's kind of, kind of hard to explain because, yes, I, I was given a, uh, like a six foot radius of Shungite based on, a quantum physicist who's in the business, you know, so I can't really be specific because it was sort of a trade secret thing. But he was saying six feet that was what they measured uh, of the Shungite field. But I'm with you. It's like I tell people, I say, look it, just put Shungite, you know, four inches, uh, wherever it is, you know, whatever you want to get, four inches, because that's the only testing I've ever seen. You know, when we had that situation where the two bases were absolutely the same plant and they were technically in the same kind of sunlight and one of them was, the water was pristine, the flowers were twice as big as the other one and the only difference was that a bowl of shungite was like within four inches of that one vase. But I'm with you, you know, shungite, the, the field that goes out, Walt can measure it and know that it's X amount of distance but uh, through pendulum work. But it's not something that is simply a, a physical manifestation of an energy field. It's also an etheric at the quantum level. You know, the quantum just kind of takes these things. And, and this, this, one of the best discussions about it, all this stuff is in... Um, from uh, uh, oh gosh, cause uh, oh jeez, uh, what am I? Wilcock, okay. He he got into uh, how DNA imaging frequencies can be sent 
to an embryo of an egg that's a duck egg and it turns out to be a duck chicken because the the signal that was put in there was was the chicken not the duck and i think i got the animals wrong but it's it's that thing it's the frequency it's always the frequency and that frequency is essentially unlimiting every time you put it out there you've put it out into the universe you know and oh geez we just got hit with another loving frequency of somebody that's playing with shungai <laughs> we're at the top of the hour you want to take a break yep sounds good you got something to play yeah we're going to do the one we more mostly do on this show because i love it Craig Stewart, Shanghai, we the people.
and welcome back to the Shungite Reality Show. It's June 15th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. You have been whoa, listening whoa. to the Shungite Radio. <laughs> I saw that coming. I forgot to have it shut off by itself. Um, apologize. Uh, one thing I want to mention based on the first hour there is that when we work with Shungite, and we put in, you know, the, this positive energy into Shungite. Shungite is, has a quantum entanglement with every single particle of Shungite that's on the planet. And every single person who is working with that Shungite. One of the things we haven't mentioned recently is the Shungite grid map. And I'll put the link in, in the show notes. But it's a place where you, as an individual, can register <laughs> with the world that you've put Shanghai in this place or that place. And what do we mean? Well, that means like taking a few nuggets and putting one person, I always love this story, one person walked around the entire government sector of her county or city or whatever it was and put Shanghai all around it. Okay? And the more Shanghai you put out there, we put out there. Derek goes up to trees all the time. He's losing his pendants all the time because he gives them to the to the trees. But everybody that does that, that gifts Mother Nature with the Shungite, the Shungite grid is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And not only has it been imbued with this new energy field, but every time you put a good thought out there, when you're working with Shungite, when you're wearing Shungite, when you you got Shungite around you, all of that good energy just charges up more Shung, the Shungite more, and it's worldwide. You look at that map, and you'll be impressed. So I just wanted to mention that we hadn't, you know, actually talked about that. Are you back? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm here, and I'll, I'm actually looking for a link to the Shungite grid map so I can share it in chat. I did just put a, a link to that Rose seven 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 show I did last night, Nancy, in uh, chat, just so you're aware. Okay, and that was a very good show. Um, it's, it's 90 minutes, and Derek, you know, it's a video. Uh, and that's why I suggest you go and look at the video, because the, there is something about some video, I, most of the video I don't even look at. It's a distraction. But this was a very good video setup. She has a very nice platform, very easy. Your voices were together, and you were, very, you were you know, your normal amazing self explaining a lot of different metaphysical concepts and, and working in the Shungite. And it was just, a uh, if you want to just sit down and listen to Derek, and Rose is just delightful. I mean, she, her energy is just sweet as can be. So it's a, it's a good experience to, uh, to actually click on that link. Well, after, you know, tomorrow maybe. <laughs> after the show. Because <laughs> we had another show after this, you know, metaphysical perspective. Um, I do want to make sure that you tell people what's happening with the websites in the store, because um, okay, so so having the having the video, uh, Rose was able to bring up the website, the new website, mysticalwares dot com. The the first one everybody's used to is the dot net, mysticalwares dot net, but because of BS, we don't want to get into. Um, Derek had to build up dot com and they're going he's going to merge the two sh stores 
So while I'm telling the story, you go tell the story of what you've had to do. That's all right. But yeah. she walked us through the store, the new the new website, and it was like, oh, this is a great. I mean, it's a great website. So, t- talk about it so people understand what we're what I'm mumbling about. <laughs> oh sure, no no problem. And yeah, we won't just bore everybody with the techie details and why we're doing this. We'll just say 3D drama with uh, host providers not liking us talking about some of the woohoo topics, but not going to stop us. So I'm not worried about it. So just as Nancy mentioned, we we were able to finally get, and we had tried before, and it was unavailable, mysticalwares.com. Um, but again, long story short, here in the near future, regardless if you type in mysticalwares.net or .com, you'll arrive on the new website. But for right now, if you open mysticalwares.com, you will see the one that we're upgrading and expanding into a whole new um, you know, a facelift on it will say a lot of the older podcasts are now available. So lots going on there. Um, the only limiting factor, uh, again, on the, the new store we're just now expanding, .com, is not every item is in the store yet, on the online store, but there are actually, Olivia's out there doing it right as we speak during this show, adding other products on there. So eventually, um, we will just do the whole shift over and, and have it all more accessible. And then more options on there, easily um, manageable, so or nav- easier to navigate, I should say, within that website. And then uh, Nancy also shared, uh, and for those listening, a, a link to the Shungite grid map on Google um, within the chat room as well. And that's at a uh, hundred and forty something thousand um, spots on there now. So there's there's a lot of them as far as the Shungite grid points. And then, oh yeah, you mentioned Rose too. So Rose was a blast last night. She's so much fun. Um, and she's connected, you know, to Jason and Crow Seven Seven Seven. I don't know. If, so some of our listeners are familiar with that podcast on um, YouTube, and then also Patreon. But yeah, they're a lot of fun. We get into everything from bees to energy to the metaphysical, all sorts of topics. And last night's was about an hour and a half long, like Nancy mentioned, with video. So maybe we'll do that. Nancy is uh, like we were talking last night in private. Look at that interface that she was using, and, and see if we can't integrate it. So that might be interesting to see. Was there anything, I don't know if you've got to listen to it, was there anything from the show I did last night that you want to bring up? Or you might not have a chance to even hear it. No, I heard it. I heard it while oh, it was happening, right. remember? That's right, the last part. He, call, he calls me up 20 minutes before he's supposed to go on, and we got talking, and he almost forgot that he was supposed to go on. <laughs> oh, jeez. <You know? laughs> so, um, no, it, 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 well... It, the the grid system and I think that you didn't mention this. It's not about that show, but I do want to kind of like expand a little bit on the concept of the grid system, because we're really talking about weaves. Now the first person to introduce me to I mean I'd heard it but it made it real in my head was Walt, and talking about every every tree has a tree weave. They're connected. Now, in many cases, they're connected at the roots. You don't even realize that all the trees in a given area, are their roots are entangled. They're talking to one another. Um, but even over gra- vast distances, every tree that's of the same species is connected with an energetic weave. And that is true for water. It's true for all the animals there's a there's a weave of bear there's a weave of lion there's a weave of human beings and you have all these weaves well there's a weave of of shungite and i don't know maybe three years ago 
we were working with, with the Shungite and the Shungite grid and everything, and there was a sudden... I watched it happen. It was like there there was a secondary weave that occurred between the trees and the water and Shungite. And it was like all of a sudden I was aware that even though you've got the separate weaves, these weaves had somehow kind of gotten together and were working together. It was a very different feel to it. And since then, I can say that there has been a subtle but very detectable movement of people as as Rose said last night you know she's she's looking at the trees and she's looking at the birds and she's looking at nature differently than she had before and once you begin to really look at nature the enormity of what we have when we're talking about you know, the biosphere of Earth becomes very, very obvious. Like, one of the things that happened to me this week, I was doing something, and you know the sidebar that tells you about other videos? And there's this one, and it was about a squirrel. And for some, well, I was led to to click on it. Now, this guy's in a park, and he's just walking along, and he kind of notices a, a squirrel up in a tree on a limb looking at him and suddenly the squirrel ran down the tree and ran over to him and started running around him in circles and the guy said that he knew that and he's got actually pictures of this squirrel and the guy says I knew that that this squirrel was trying to tell me something but I didn't know what it was saying so he just went to a bench and sat down and he sits down and the squirrel comes over and is watching him watching him watching him all of a sudden the squirrel ran up his leg and then jumped off and ran you know away and the guy said i think this squirrel wants me to follow so he follows the squirrel and finds the squirrel's baby is trapped under a, a, a like a fallen limb or something and looks like it's got a, a you know that something may break a leg or something so the baby was in distress but what he really noticed was that you know a few feet away is this big silver cat and he said, I somehow knew that the mother fought the cat away enough for her baby to get out of, you know, safe, so to speak. But that this was not a good thing. This cat was not going to leave until, she, you know, the baby wasn't anymore. And so the guy called in an animal rescue. They rescued the squirrels and, you know, put them in a different part of the park. But the concept that this squirrel, this mama squirrel did this. It's just mind-blowing. And it's more and more of the same kind of changes in the animal kingdom. You know, since I, since I got involved with Shungite, there's been a change in the animals. Now, is the change in the animals the reason that we have the Shungite? I don't know, but it's all a, a, a weave of just magical uh, enhancement in our understanding who we are and our understanding of who they are and I think that they have also had upgrades over to you one of you well, if, if you're in this environment you're going to get what we're terming as upgrades so I like the term more access so it's already been here just you know changing so it's, it's really not like anything new is here it's just again more access if you think of it that way then good point uh, yeah, it's a little easier to do. But no, yeah, absolutely. The 
the animals are changing. They're becoming more, and that's more aware. And then we're going to become, as humans, more aware that the animals are conscious. You know, many of us, everybody here listening knows that, but maybe those that aren't so aware, <clears throat> excuse me, they'll become more aware as, as to, because they'll start seeing things. The animals will respond. Um, even our, an example is this morning, our, our cats at home, we have several. I don't even have to say anything to them anymore. They'll sit there. So I have a, a cat named Perry that's sitting on the ground, and I'm just sitting there having my coffee in the morning, and he wants to jump up on my lap, but he'll stop and ask because he's jumped up, not looking, you know, not coffee. Stuff has happened. So he knows to stand there and look, um, but he's asking me. So now there's I don't have to do a hand gesture or anything like that. He can just say, okay, in my head, and then he'll jump up there. No, it's telepathy. We can all do these things. It's just realizing it, and now that we're in a – more accessible environment or reality because it's merging with other frequencies we have more frequencies or channels to work with so get creative and do it and, and that means play with the tools of our reality the water the energy devices your thoughts your feelings it's all in there get in the kitchen and cook uh, and then you're going to again experience more of your reality so that doesn't surprise me about the squirrel and and or any of the bird stories we've been talking about yeah there's lots happening yeah your stories of the hummingbirds was cute and 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 profound. You know, just you know, tell people quickly how the hummingbirds follow you around the country. <laughs> oh, I oh yeah, I, would, I never know what show I talk about certain things on. Um, but yeah, what, what I was talking about was, and this caught me by you know off guard, I should say. I was basically I was out in a, a garden area where we had some little cherry tomatoes, and I was just plucking them off, enjoying some tomatoes, and then all of a sudden. I was bringing one up, looking at it, just for a fraction of a second, no real time, and all of a sudden the hummingbird flies right in front of my face. So, you know, you're talking a foot and a half, whatever, my arm is outstretched, starts eating it out of my hand, uh, and then, you know, he flies away for a second, I eat it, I'm like, okay, so I keep picking them, and then all of a sudden the hummingbirds start landing on my shoulders. And I'm not out there having some doctor do little moment with my hands in the air, meditating, no, I'm just out there walking around like an average person. Um, and we can all do these. But what I was, because I'm aware of energies, frequencies, the connections, and that doesn't mean you have to do some big meditation moment or, you know, things like that to have it happen. It's an awareness, an understanding, and then not staying in those angst energies. So, yeah, little birds will land on my shoulder. It's done it in several states now up the coast. Um, I doubt very much it's the same little hummingbirds that uh, got friendly with me down in Cal because of California, the initial uh, cherry tomato stories, but it happens up here in Washington as well. And it's happened in Oregon. So really anywhere bees, the exact same thing, Nancy, that I didn't get into, but I think we have on previous shows. And, and again, this isn't a Derek thing. Any of us can do it. Stay in the right energies, frequencies, thoughts, feelings, call it whatever you want. But these energy creatures, birds are one highly energetic one, meaning kind of halfway in the etheric level. Same with bees. So what I was getting at is on like hikes and things like that, just out in the forest trails around here, you know, I'll go up and give shungite to trees like you had mentioned earlier, or just walking around, putting hands on them, just grounding or earthing. And then all of a sudden from nowhere, I'll have a little bee just kind of going around the top of my head. Literally, if you were to perceive where the crown chakra is, it's riding that little toroidal shape. Um, and again, it's not just a me thing. It's others can do this as well. And we can all learn just, again, energies, and they're energy sensitives, so they respond to it. Um, so I was just basically, again, on that bee story, loving the tree, literally just putting hands on it, reaching out. All of a sudden I heard it, I'm like, what is that? And then 
that little bee buzz that has that love frequency got into where I was projecting or emanating love and, and gave a boost. So, um, yeah, there's lots of ways of perceiving our reality and taking advantage of it in a good way, sharing it. So that's kind of the, the some of the bird. And then, Nancy, did we – did I talk about the eagle story on – Yes. I think yes. I did last night. Yeah. I don't know if that's something we want to share or not as far as well, – Well, I guess we're in now. I mean, I can go real quickly because I mentioned the word eagle. Yeah, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Tell it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I should probably say it. But anyway, what we're talking about is <clears> – <throat> excuse me again. This Sunday, just a couple days ago, um, we had uh, a frequency circle. You call it a drum circle. And the word drums evolved in Mystical Wear's store. We do that for a few hours uh, every so often. And so I was actually up front of the store where I can see outside. And I was escorting people back to the area in the back of the store where we're doing it. And in between one of these just, you know, walking people back, I'm, I glance out. And you should know this as well. Um, we live, Mystical Wear's store is in Mount Vernon, Washington. And we're, I don't know, maybe 200 yards from a river inlet from the Puget Sound, so just think ocean. Um, so what happened was a, a bald eagle, I, I walked outside again, I was watching somebody pull in the driveway, parking, just kind of just chilling out, relaxing, uh, waiting for them to come in, and I glance up, and there's a, a bird, I can tell it's a big bird, it had just come up, I don't know, maybe a quarter mile away, where I know the river access is. It comes up over the trees, I'm like, oh, that's a big one, oh, and then I realize, oh, it's a bald eagle. So I sit there and watch it, and my wife Maureen's up there with me, so we're both. I say, "Hey, come here, look at this. He's carrying something." And then all of a sudden, this bald eagle, and this is just as the drum circle starting, gets closer to Mystical Wares, lowers down out of the sky into our parking lot, and literally flies—I don't know, 40 foot from our front door. So relatively close. Again, not way up in the sky, but down at vehicle level. So I don't know, 10, 15 feet off the ground, if that. Um, with a shark in its talons. It had a shark that was about three feet long. It must have picked, plucked it out of the river over there where I saw it come from. There's little sand sharks and nurse sharks and things that come up in there. But it was just an odd thing to see, of course. Um, and unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of um, – I haven't done research, previous research on what maybe the tie, the bald eagle, to shark. But it was just uncommon and very unusual to all of a sudden um, – and lots of bird stuff happening lately – for a bald eagle to come flying during the drum circle with a small shark in its talons. Um, so that was just an interesting story that happened a couple of days ago. And maybe somebody listening has more insight on that and can share it. Or Mark and Nancy. When Jean was here, um, she was sitting out on the patio. And one of the um, the vultures, the, the, the American Indians, Indians called them land eagles but a vulture came down and flew and they never come down they've ne never seen a vulture come flying down that close to the ground you know without a target you know they'll they'll get in the the trees and then find something and they might drop down but fly right through i mean there's a lot of trees that it was it was precision flying but right i mean like four feet off the ground right in front of her so i yeah i mean the birds are <laughs> Are saying hi. How are you? Doing, uh, you know, their their things. But it's not just the birds. It's lizards. It's it's toads. It's oh my gosh. If you just you got you got you know the I think one of the keys is to pay attention to details. 
You know, it's like you say, okay, you got a shark and you got an eagle. The American Native Indians would tell you that, or in a lot of a lot of ancient cultures, oh boy, anyway. Are you indigenous? Yes, indigenous uh, <laughs> natives. When when they've got animals out there, they know that the animals carry a specific frequency, a specific kind of messaging. And there are books written on this. Um, so what the eagle, you know, is, like you say, there's probably people out there that know better than I do. I could look it up in the book. But the combination of eagle and uh, shark, air and water, you know, um, I don't know. That, that, that was a profound messaging that, that was given to you. Yeah, I just uh, typed in an online search engine of uh, that, and it's just kind of a bunch of random stuff. So I'll have to do it later and maybe get glean some more insight um, from previous people. And you know, we'll see what, what maybe they have to say about it. But just again, uh, not much in my life is, is random, if at all. So when instances like this happen, you know, slow down, pay attention. And it may not be, you know, the big enlightenment, we've all been waiting for anything like that. But again, it at least teaches us to pay attention to our reality and think, well, there's probably more to that. Just like, uh, again, well, this is probably for the next show as well. But if you hear a ringing in your ears, a tinnitus-like symptom or a shiver on your body, and there's nothing obviously around you causing that, well, slow down, get in your thoughts and feelings and perceive. So there's always more to the story is what I'm getting at. Um, and if we stay open to it, we'll have a whole lot more exciting uh, time down here. Yes, sir. Mark, do you have, um, did, did he answer the question, whatever your question was, because it was so long ago. Um, and do you have another question or something you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty, pretty much answered. Uh, I guess going back to the field of effect thing. So, for example, like, um, uh, what do you call it? I put an S4 or smart sticker in a Wi-Fi router. And so because you're changing the uh, torsion, um, um, what do you call it, uh, rotation, it's a beneficial energy. And I know um, in, in past shows um, you mentioned that um, somebody had used a, a cell phone with an S4 sticker as kind of a healing device. So if a sticker is put on a, a Wi-Fi router, um, what does that um, feel generally due to a person um, and like what benefits could could they get because it's just kind of there and then like if somebody puts an S4 or a smart sticker in their cell phone like what what, did that, what does that do in general also and do the field of effects um, vary uh, now of course people could um, learn dowsing and just kind of measure that for themselves and I'm working on that too, but I don't know if, if there's a general answer for those things. Well, I can answer it from the standpoint of this. It's known. It's a known figure that an electro an electric wire in your house is going to radiate out into the room by at, le four, at least four feet and mostly times six feet. Okay. Now, when you put the shungite on the router box. What you're doing is you're reversing the spin of the energy so that instead of being 
contrary to the spin of your own cells. It's now spinning in the same direction. So for the distance of this particular, you know, Shungite system with it being on the router, it is. It's going out six feet, but it's coming six feet in all directions because you got electric wire all around you. Now, th that that to me is is why you know anybody in the the vicinity of a cell phone. I don't know what they've measured it to be, but anybody that's in the in the vicinity of a Shungite cell phone is doing a favor to everybody else. Now it. it what happens is that the 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 wave is going to go out the, from the phone, okay, with or without the shungite. The shungite doesn't block; it does not absorb; it changes. So what you got is you got the electromagnetic field coming off the cell phone, and yeah, it's probably going out at least four feet. So anybody around you is going to feel it. Now I know they did a test in France in a uh, uh, train car, and they had one cell phone on in that train and the radiation through the entire car was enough to affect everybody in that. Can you imagine having everybody with those things on? It's a tremendous amount of energy coming off of these things. So even though you might have changed the rotation of the field because you put the sticker on it, you still got an abnormal field coming off of it. It's it's we're we weren't designed to be in these electromagnetic fields. So why I say you can't ever have enough shungite is that we're not going to stop these fields right now. There are other technologies where you don't need to use them. It's not a problem in the new reality. But right now, what you want to do is you want to saturate as much shungite into that field. So yes, the electric field is still going to go out six feet. But because you got the shungite, it's six feet of a shungite field being taken with it. And what happens is that instead of getting an unnatural energy field, even if it's biocompatible, you're now getting an unnatural field that is propelling the powerful field of shungite. Does that make sense? Or would you agree with that, Derek? Um, no, that, that makes sense. And then on the whole, I come in from a little different perspective as far as using the um, the Shungite cell phones then to transmit healing love and frequencies and all of that. Um, and I actually don't do that for a couple reasons, but um, cell phones are transmitters and receivers. So they're doing both. And when you have them on, then you're kind of think opening up the funnel to receiving and then transmitting. So it depends if you're on the cell phone or not. It's called full duplex signal, meaning... Um, so, again, just going both ways at once. But um, where I would really um, – how do I even follow this? Uh, so, yes, it will have an effect adding the Shungite sticker to your phone. But I would use the analogy of let's say there's a bad – let's just make something weird up. A pizza. A pizza you don't like with anchovies on it because I'm not a fan of anchovies myself. Um, but – so it's not like you can get a – a pizza with anchovies and just add what you do like and then all of a sudden it makes it better it'll be less well in this case bad i should have had a better analogy less harmful we'll just go with that term um then if you didn't have the shungite i should probably stick, get away from the pizza analogy i messed that one all up um but it's it's really about just an energy device not just adding shungite on it it, it shungite will have an effect but it, 
from my perspective, and again, everybody has their own understanding, so definitely be aware of that. Use your own thoughts and feelings. Um, I wouldn't then take a harmful device and use it for healing. I would just see it, or as I see it, it's less harmful. So it's now a tool I can use. So kind of like a um, a knife, but now you've got a handle instead of just a blade. So now you don't have to. So it's still a tool. You can use it. It can still be harmful. So be careful. Um, so it's not, again, like handing a knife to a blade doesn't make it not dangerous if used the wrong way. So I just basically I want to get the understanding out here that that doesn't mean all of a sudden, oh, Shungite sticker. Well, Derek's saying now I can have it right next to my head all night long while I sleep. No, I still wouldn't do that. Get it at least past your arm's length, um, your cell phone or any energy device from you. Better yet, put it on airplane mode and get it out of your room if you can. Now, mine's on airplane mode every night, but if you're walking around with it, I would have the Shungite stick problem. I agree with you totally. I don't. I you know, I I I, I have a lot of Shungite on my phone. It's not harmful, but I wouldn't. There's so many other alternatives than to use the phone, and there is. There, we can stop the. We can we can alter frequencies, but we can't alter the signals that are coming through it. You know, the actual information, the fact that they can reach out and say, "Oh, this person's asleep." I mean, did you know that? That they can tell you where you are, how you feel. You know, they've had this technology for a long time. They haven't quite met, quite got the the ability to keep when when they're controlling the minds. When you get sometimes you'll get a signal over your phone, you don't even know it's coming in because it's not making any noise. You're not hearing anything, but that is putting an anxiety in you. It's putting fear in you. This is where their technology is. Well, basically with the five G. Um, so when you're in that kind of a state where they're sending you signals, we can't stop that messaging. It's going to come through whether it's shungited or not. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah, basically. I mean, that yeah, again, there's lots of ways of looking at it. But, yeah, definitely. You're still in an environment, a non-physically compatible environment. So not biocompatible is a way of saying it. Um, it, frequencies, uh, yes, the cell phone ones, the Wi-Fi and um, cordless phones, things like that, uh, are and even LED lights. They're just not a, a living energy frequency that, that living entities can benefit from. So it's that's why I don't believe in you know adding something onto that. So it's like eating something bad. Well, that doesn't make it good by adding you know whatever to it. So it's again, I'd probably just try and remove them from your environment. But I'm also you know realize we're in 2021 where cell phones are everywhere and i don't care if you don't have one that means the person next to you does and the frequencies are in the environment anyway so that's not like you know just get rid of everything and curl up in a corner but no control the energies around you starting from within your heart all the way out your own environment because you know good luck on avoiding cell phone frequency environments nowadays at least well pretty much anywhere now in the world i was gonna say america but pick your continent there are cell phone towers and or they're being broadcast the same frequencies from satellites now for not just 5G, but the other generations. Um, so, yeah, it's it really now because our, our entire biome, the planet, is saturated. And that was the plan by the various militaries. Um, and they've, they've accomplished it. And now they're just going to kind of hone it down. Well, then bring it home. Start with yourself. And it doesn't mean it's the end of anything. It's just a way for you to learn more, expand your understanding, affect the energies around you, and use your armoring tools like 
the buckyball of love, imagine yourself inside and silver mirrors or whatever energy recipe you understand or have worked with. But you have to do that etheric hygiene, we can call it, um, to keep yourself, you know, better balanced in this environment. Uh, we all, of course, you know, practice physical hygiene as often as we can, the showers, the baths, things like that for the 3D stuff and dirt that gets on us. Well, again, that's 10% of this reality. We're ignoring the other 90% of this reality, the energies, the invisible stuff that gets on you too. So if you maybe expand your understanding, and again, uh, this is termed lots of different ways, but etheric hygiene is one of them. Remove those excess energies, ground, earth, take those salt baths, um, work with your feelings, things like that, um, and then you'll feel better and be able to maintain in this environment better. You know, one of the, one of the, you can, you, don't try to Google this because it won't come up. Go to any other search engines, but put in um, uh, birds attacking 5G towers. And they have videos of birds, uh, you know, going up and actually attacking these things, pulling them apart, pulling the wires out, chewing through the wires. I mean, I don't know how they're not getting all fried, but yeah, so... Again, going back to the animals, even the animals are, are you know, attacking this stuff. <laughs> but Shungite, Shungite will protect the bees. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a sh- ten shows and, you know. So, um, okay, so where were we at? Where do you want to go now? Did you have any more topics or questions, Mark, that maybe have come up in the past week and... Facebook or anywhere else that you wanted to get to? Yeah. Um, so I'm part of uh, Lynn McTaggart's um, intention group. I took uh, a class on it, a workshop earlier this year. And um, we, we meet like every week and, and do like intentions for whoever. Uh, uh, you know, we work in a group, like 10 of us. And so one of them um, I was going to bring up tonight in, in that because we go on zoom and, and talk about it is is this um supposed california drought so i think we've covered this on the show like a couple of years ago too where um if you go to the website primarywater.org there's really no drought anywhere because the planet's made of water and there's like oceans of water underneath you just have to kind of dig down far enough and, and there you are so um but a lot of headlines recently have been talking about the mega drought in the west coast like zero hedge, um, fallow land plagues, California farmers hit by drought. Uh, supposedly a mega drought, western half of the country could be the worst in decades. I'm just quoting the article here. Major water reservoirs have already dropped, and plus there's also this thing of um, they're draining the reservoirs into the into the ocean. I don't know why. And then one of the regular sources I go to, PrincipiaScientific.com, which is from the UK. Um, uh, headline is Cal- uh, California really is running out of water. California is running out of water uh, fast, according to NASA senior water scientists. Shockingly, the entire state of California will be out of water in just a year's time. Yes, California will run out of water in 12 months, according to to Jay Famiglietti. And that article was maybe like a month or so ago. So um, I don't know. There's probably this kind of uh, not just fear porn, but um, manufactured uh, uh, with a lot of other things, too. Um, and I don't know if Nancy can go over, cause I was thinking about buying the, um, what do you call that? The, the Shungite, um, the Eagle, Nancy, what do you call that again? 
Uh, or well, gone, it's no. called it's called a stormbuster. Cloudbuster, Cloudbuster, right? Cloudbuster, Cloudbuster, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of maybe investing in that, but you know, this is all manufactured stuff. So I don't know if you can give us an update on the Eagle and what you recommend for West Coast people regarding this drought, because this is affecting the whole country and maybe parts of the world too. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you about that because one of the problems that we have is that you really have to you have to to be the person on the ground that is wanting to make a change i can't do it from outside when you're dealing with this kind of energies because you sort of have to be within the frequency that works in that particular area so it does take the engagement by people who are there okay um the cloud buster okay first off you talk we've talked about being putting up etheric cloud busters and they seem to work in other words you just take a picture of the the cloud buster that's the eagle we call it the eagle that's in the in my backyard and you can energetically imagine it where you are, an etheric double of it, and engage it, but this is all imagination, and it takes focus, and it takes participation, because it's not an automatic thing. The eagle itself is, is designed to open a communication link between Earth itself and the weather above, let's say the weather above, okay? And this is Without electromagnetic energy, you had the weather above talking to the ground below, and the ground would say, I need water, and the weather above would make water. Oh, okay, we'll give you some rain, you know, type of thing. Um, the basic science behind it is from Dr. Wilhelm Reich, who did this work in the 50s. Fascinating sub subject. And Walt Silva taking this basic science and taking it even further. So the eagle is, you know, a very large energy device. And we put it in my yard because I'd had three floods in five weeks and I was over it. So I spent the, the money to get the equipment and everything that we needed to be able to do it. And Walt did, you know, the work for me. And so it's sitting out there and it's, putting up a, a communication so essentially we've I've been getting rain but just enough rain and the the storm that was supposed to hit us yesterday didn't hit us we got just a lovely days long uh, rain but this storm was so fierce uh, with the amount of rain it had it had started over on the west coast of the Gulf and it had come across the Gulf and all that hot water. It was full of rain. And it dumped the rain, you know, where Dolly is. And she's three hours away from me, up, the, up, you know, going north. And dumped it on her. And she said they got more rain than they've seen in a hurricane. And she showed me pictures of it. So did the Eagle's energy field send the storm away from this area? I can't attest to that but theoretically that's what's happened um, so I can only tell you that I'm in 
we've got the experiment out there. You know, I'm watching it. I'm reporting it. You know, we're 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 trying to because you, you we're into a different a new a new level of uh, let's say just experiencing and experimenting with. And again, this is shungite. Without the shungite, these things don't work quite as well. With the shungite, they get really really interesting. So um, you can do it etherically. You can. Um, my, my hesitation here is that, and we should talk to Walt about this, is because so much of what's happening over California does seem to be man-made weather mucking around. And is the eagle powerful enough to be able to counteract that kind of interference? I don't know for sure, one way or the other. I would say yes, because that's the answer I want. That's the answer I think is the most plausible, but I can't guarantee it. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, thank you. Just a lot of variables, like you said. Um, I, I guess I could email Walt, or maybe it could make a good <clears throat> conversation in the other shows when, when he's around, or when he comes back. But, um, yeah, and then there's the other thing, too, of just the West is supposedly the tech center of the world or something like that and then you can't desalinize the ocean so there's just a lot of why can't you desalinize the ocean no i mean why aren't they doing it oh why aren't yeah well because they, they, they probably know that supposedly underneath california there's a huge reservoir of water isn't that what you know I mean, I'm just referring to primarywater.org from Deborah Tavares since she lives up in Sonoma County. So it, it's all there, and that, that that's everywhere. And yeah. then there's the CAFR accounts, too, where there's, like, I don't know how many billions and millions of dollars that, that is not being used. So, and, and we've talked about that before. Um, is Derek still gone? I guess he'll oh. tell us when he's back. Oh, he's here. Okay, so we got a question in the uh, the chat. Um, who's been sort of listening back to old, uh, what do you call it, shows. Um, trying to scroll back here. Basically, where's this guy? Tennis D87. I uh, had a question about 5G and Shungite. Um, let me see, because he's been looking at the old shows. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on the podcast and learn more about five the 5G cellular services and how that's going to affect our shungite use. Uh, uh, he said he's been like drinking the shungite water, and I don't know. Anyway, um, yes, and I mean, I don't know if you guys want to elaborate on that because I told him regarding uh, if you go to the Cosmic Reality Healing Tones page, you can see the measurable difference of shungite before and after the upgrade last year, and then you have the um, nectar thing and then the spirit of destiny which is a, a maybe not too different uh, a relation but it could be worked into this um yeah i mean from we've already concluded that five that, that the cosmic pendant works on uh against 5g or you know to protect you because of the upgrade um but i don't know how far down the shungite uh hierarchy we can go down like is the, what's the minimum of that? S4 sticker, smart sticker, uh, three rocks, or is that even quantifiable? 
I'd, I'd have to fall in on it's like you were just saying, probably not quantifiable. So and there's no sets because I would hate to come out and say, hey, this one sticker or three nuggets does this, that for everybody. It's um, just as you were alluding to at the end there, it's it's not exactly that way. So to each person is going to be different. Um, some don't even have to have some guy around them. You know, just they can do all the energy work around themselves or they've chosen to come into this reality with a, a physical body, the vehicle that's made to do such where they don't need the, the tools and whatnot. So everybody's different. Um, and I, regardless of what they're doing with frequencies out there, they can call it 5G, 6G, 7G. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I still have the same Shungite and there's the highest, or again, it's going to air quotes here, strongest Shungite is the cosmic silver Shungite with that, that silver addition, that actual silver particle and frequency to the nuggets, be it in powder form or, or whichever. So that, and then that ties into the S4 stickers and the smart stickers, because that does have the, the S4 powder, the silver Shungite powder within it. Um, but yeah, so I guess I'd basically just say the, and not a size thing. So even if we're, because of course a sticker is very small and only a small fraction of that sticker has the, the S4 um, medium within it. So even it's smaller than the sticker looks. So again, not a size thing, um, but as far as I can tell, and we'll, we'll, you know, ride the wave as it comes in as far as energy wise and see what differences happen. But really the cosmic Shungite's the one I use. And I don't know, Nancy, if you have another perspective or, or way you, you see it. Well, in what I've said from the beginning is that Shungite will protect you in that it takes care of a lot of the crap around you, but it also balances you out. But against 5G, because 5G is not just damaging a human being, it's destroying the biosphere, the microorganisms in the soil. Do you know that 70% of all the birds in the world are gone? All right. Now, it's very interesting because somebody in chat um, sent me to a link, and the link was, uh, no, somebody maybe gave me, I don't, somebody gave me the link. I go over to this link, and it's about, this pharmaceutical whistleblower talking to Mel Kay and discussing the fact that, uh, now I'm really giving you a summary here, but he essentially is from the pharmaceutical world, and he is suddenly realizing that it's all BS. The chemical healing is all BS. It's energy. And it was so interesting to hear him speaking of things that we've talked about for decades in ways of, wow, this is the future, you know? Um, and one of those things that, that he, was, he was explaining is how the, the energy bodies can be healed. And if you heal the energy body, apparently he's in, he's, uh, he knows about the med bed. And what he said was, don't think of the med bed as some kind of a coffin thing that you're going to get into. It's, it's, it's a frequency modulator that just adjusts your frequency field back to what is, you know, perfect health, whatever that time frame may be. And um, just, it was a fascinating discussion about energies. But when we're talking about the 5G, when I began talking about it, I told people, yeah, it's going to help you, but it's not going to be able to stop 5G. I knew of no way that, from my experience, that the complex 5G signaling was going to really be uh, affected in any measurable way 
by Shungite or any of the Shungite devices. Now, that being said, Walt had the other idea that no, it could be. But I also am trying to get people to react to the concept that we are very, very close to extinction because of the sixth extinction event, which is the collapse of the microorganisms and the insects and up the chain. And I would rather you stop focusing on protecting yourselves and focus on the fact that we have got to stop this stuff. I mean, we can talk about, well, it's all around us, we can't do No, we have got to stop this stuff. At some point, you have to stop the madness. And this is madness, what they're trying to do with the 5G. And I'll tell you with no hesitation that it's the 5G effect that is causing these COVID reactions because we knew what the symptoms would be of 5G poisoning, and it's the same symptoms. It's an integral part of it, and this pharmaceutical guy, he got that too. There's something about the 5G. When, they, when you look at the, at the places that it was the worst, it's the places that have had 5G, that have 5G up and operational. So um, what, was, what were we talking about initially that you got me on this? Hello, are you guys out there? It was the um, Shungite protecting against 5G and, and right. how, how okay, quantifiable okay, okay. it was. But then when, when we got the upgrade, and the upgrade was like, you know, it's like, okay, we've already got a grid, a world grid of the Shungite. And yes, from a, from a different perspective now that we've got something that is, it's quantum. It, it can it doesn't need to use the 3D physical way of trying to change this. It can be used to stop it. And um, so, yes, Shungite is a, is a major player in this 5G concept, but the people that are going to make the difference are the people that wake up and say, wait a minute, we got to stop this. This is ridiculous. There's no reason for 5G. And plus, on top of that, there's a surveillance in the control that it offers the dark side. Which, you know, yeah, you might be physically okay, but the, you know, you can't think anymore. You're walking around like a zombie. You know, they'll kill off the ones that they, that they think are dangerous to them just by changing the electromagnetic field on your phone and giving you a heart attack. You think it can't be done? <laughs> I'll, take a, I'll take that bet. So, so Karen McDonald on, um, just, just a comment on that, on YouTube, she's done like hours and hours, but her latest one, latest few mentions like uh there would be people coming up to her in the grocery she doesn't know and just like grab her like a hug and then later on she would test herself in her aura photography uh, uh what do you call it um, biofeedback thing and then her aura went down so these people are being programmed to attack i mean and show up at people's doors i mean she's in touch with healers all around the world and then random people just throw, show up people's doors and then like try to touch them so people need to be aware of that the behavioral remote control Nancy? Oh, get me that link. That, that's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, and, and my question here is, why do we have so many zombie movies? <laughs> you know, they're pre-programming us. Because you have to have consent. If you don't have consent in any of this, you're going to be fine. Don't fall for it. You know, spend your time throwing love blankets. But... Part of it is understanding and knowledge, and so we have to discuss this strange, bizarre, bizarro world we're in. 
Uh, do you need to leave, my friend, Derek? Or did you leave? I'm going to step out right now, so thank you for that. And I will see everybody in the next show in, what, about 10 minutes, right, Nancy? Do you want 10 minutes, or do you want me to start it up on the top of the hour? Start. I think my clock's off. So top of the hour, right on time, and I'll be there. Okay. If you're not, okay. I'll cover for you. I'll sing and yeah, dance. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, thank okay. You. Um, all right, so as far as the as the cloud buster you can you can go and get one. I mean, if I go out there and I look at that, you can see the energy field you know coming off of it. you can I, I think that probably anybody can see it. it well, actually, I had my yard guy over one day when we first set it up, and I said to him, "Look at that thing. you see anything strange?" And he's looking at it, and he put his hand over it, and he went, whoa. He said, there's a, this, what's that? An energy field? He, he didn't know what to call it. And I said, it's an energy field. And I said, can you also see it? And he was, he kind of like shook his head yes, but he went back to doing yard work. <laughs> it spooked him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, three minutes, Mark. What would you like to, to say? Um... People should go review Barbara Maness's, um uh, series of, of videos. I don't know what she started, but I brought back up the um, uh, April 2020 uh, YouTube show on, on the Facebook group. But I'm going to be doing that just to get my feet grounded. You know, this is ba- I was putting in the chat the balance between fear porn and hope porn kind of thing. And, and Barbara's always given a good balance of that. It's to kind of get caught up in the 3D of... Um, shitting transmission thing and, and uh, uh, <laughs> I guess having this fantasy of like all these people passing away come flu season uh, what December and January so yeah I'll be listening to those those shows again that's we, it we can't we can't go there in our own minds we have to you know go the other way it's it's this is all thought control it's all thought battle if we can put out more focused energy on a good result that all the awfulness we're seeing is working to wake up people to their own internal strengths and it's like Derek likes to say that it we have all the knowledge it's in our cells Walt will tell you that your cells know have you know have more energy more knowledge than all the libraries in the world. We don't have it necessarily have to learn it from the physical three d world. We already have access to it, but it's a matter of having the belief that you do have access to it and the belief that the messaging that you get is real it's and go with it and just try it. imagine something. Send out the energy. You've got to engage energetically, emotionally. And Derek will tell you, put the love energy out there. Well, when I send the love energy out there, if I'm sending it from my heart and just propelling it out, yeah, there's more energy in your heart than there is in your mind, in your brain. But if I send it through the solar plexus in my body, in other words, I think of the heart energy going through that solar plexus and out. To me, it's got more propulsion behind it but that's you know we'll talk about that on the next show the next show coming up is metaphysical perspectives and um, 
it's going to start somewhere near the top of the hour because our friend Derek is trying to open up Mystical Wares, which is in uh, Mount Vernon, New York, New York, Mount Vernon, Washington. So people that are anywhere in that neighborhood, go to the website uh, mysticalwares.com and take a take a trip through the through the store. It's not even a store; it's a center. They have classes and they have uh, all sorts, like drum the drum group that he was talking about. So do yourselves a favor and just. Take it. Take the time to take the tour because just looking at all of the energetic things that he has in that store over the internet is going to give you a boost of energy. All of these things that we're talking about, even the etheric, taking a picture of uh, you know the the cloudbuster, and you can find those on. Uh, I we got a number of shows that we've done, but you know, get a hold of Walt, have him make you one. See if it works. You got a lot of money because they're expensive. He doesn't make much on these things at all. You're paying for his time, but the these structures are fairly, you know, large. They're like four feet tall and, ha- you know, lot, they're very heavy, <laughs> very heavy. Anyway, we're gonna say um, bye bye on the Shungite Radio Show, and then we're gonna go immediately. I think into. Um, metaphysical oh gosh where did i put that okay that's down there all righty um you want to say goodbye to the audience there my friend yeah thank you to nancy and derek everybody in the chat very lively and and helpful thank you okay you have been listening to the shungai radio show produced by cosmic reality radio thank you for being here be safe